welcome back to Two Peas in a Podcast, where we are down to one pea, your host, Laura Morrell. A podcast where no conversation is off topic. Hello and welcome back to our final episode of the year of Two Peas in a Potty with your host, Laura Morrell. And today we are diving into New Year's resolutions, setting goals and how to set yourself up for success for 2023. So firstly, before we kick off and I give my opinion of New Year's resolutions because that is so conflicting in the industry, please know it all starts now. Don't I don't want to say don't wait for 2023, but set yourself up for success for 2023, knowing how you want to feel, knowing what you want to achieve and going there with clear intentions. That is literally the key to achieving your goals is just having really clear intentions. How do you want to feel? What do you want to achieve? What does that look like? So firstly, before we begin, this is going to be a podcast on really teaching you Um, the science behind New Year's resolutions, setting goals, and all of that as well. So firstly, do I believe in New Year's resolutions? Yes. Now, my mindset has changed over the years about this. At one point, when I was early on in my coaching, I was like, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. If you want to start something, start it now. I was one of those. That was very early on until I really learned about the brain and how the brain works, how behavior change works. And there's a couple of things I wanted to dive into. So firstly, I wanted to talk about, I really wanted to talk about um, something that is called the fresh start effect. And this is pretty cool to know. So one study that um, they did, they, a group of them start things, do what they want to do on like August the 8th, right? And the other, which is the second Monday of August. The other group were told, or would you prefer the first day back at school? And this was also August the 8th. However, the likelihood and those who said yes and the likelihood of them accomplishing increased by 354% for those who wanted to start back on the first day back at school. But keep in mind, both of these were August the 8th. So it was the same day, but framing it as first day back at school, increased the results and increased them of achieving their goals by 354% rather than just saying the second Monday or the Monday coming Monday or the second Monday of August. So this is really huge because it tells us that the brain works best with a kind of start date that feels fresh, hence the fresh start effect. So again, the reason this is, is because we don't, we don't feel perfect about our past. And if we can look at a new date, as of this date, I will be better. And it allows us to disconnect from the past failures. This is why January 1st is such a good opportunity because this is why everyone's like, I'm letting go of 2020, 2022, letting go of all the mistakes I made, of all the binge eating cycles, of all the failed diets. And it just allows your brain to have that fresh start effect by saying, okay, January 1st is like, think of it like shutting a door. I'm shutting a door of 2022 and I'm opening a fresh door of 2023. So I thought this was really cool. So again, research shown naturally arising time markers help with habit. I can never say this word, discontinuity, um, and allows you to look at the bigger picture as well. 
So again, just by having that start date, it allows you to stop. It allows you to reflect and look at the bigger picture. Whereas sometimes if we don't have that specific date, we can't really look at that big picture because we're stuck in the now. We can't really see ourselves in the future. The other really cool thing as well is they did another study and those who saw themselves in the future, so they were able to um, show them visuals of themselves in the future, were more likely to achieve their goals than those who didn't see themselves in the future. So a really big thing for New Year's resolutions or your goals for the next um, for the next year is imagining yourself in the future, imagining yourself creating or achieving the goal. For example, it's say our goal is to end binge eating. How are you going to feel when you end binge eating? What does your life look like? You might be more confident. You might have more social events. You might feel better in your day-to-day. You might train more. You might be less emotional. Like really get clear on how you're going to feel when it comes to achieving that goal. Because if you can visualize yourself in the future, which is also delayed gratification, and we need to practice that, you're more likely to achieve your goals, which I thought is really cool. So there was um, another thing that I wanted to teach you, and that's called it temporal landmarks. And this is not just with like New Year's Day, which is kind of the fresh start effect, but it's more like finding temporal landmarks throughout the year that is different to say a Monday or like a, you know, start of the month. And this could be like a birthday or Christmas day, which might fall on Wednesday. And then you're like, I'll start on Boxing Day. Um, so it's different to an ordinary day. So this is really cool as well. So looking at a temporal landmark. So when it comes to my clients, I everyone's so different. For one client, it might be a Monday. For another client, it might be end of school holidays, start of the school term. So it's so person dependent. This is why I really work with my clients to find what works for them and their brain. I know for me, I don't really care about starting January 1st, but I prefer to start like, um, say I'm finishing up a project. And once I've done that project, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start on the Thursday. Once I finished up that course that I'm writing, I'm going to start my new morning routine on the Thursday. So for me, that temporal landmark is finishing the course. So the key point here is work with your own brain and figure out, are you better off starting with that fresh start effect on the first or a Monday, or can you choose a temporal landmark? Knowing if you choose that type of day that has a meaning to you, it can increase your chances by 350%, which is pretty freaking cool. So the other thing I wanted to talk about too is, as I said before, there's a thing called habit discontinuity. And this is where we have a big change in our life, but it disrupts the current habits that we do have. And this is really important with goals because with goals, it means stopping the natural habits that we do have and creating better ones. So I know sometimes it can be really hard when we have big changes such as moving house or changing jobs or going through a breakup, but it's also the best time. So going into the new year, think about the changes that are going to happen throughout the year. I know this year we have actually haven't had that many. I'm still with Bill. I still live in the same house, but my my career has changed a lot. Our business model has changed a lot. But I know with my clients, like going, say I work with a client for three 12 week programs, right? In that 12 weeks, a lot in those three times 12 weeks, 
a lot can happen. They can change jobs. They can go through a new relationship, all of that. There is some beautiful things that can happen with that change. And I want you guys to see the beauty of change because knowing your year, change is going to happen. It's inevitable. Whether that was COVID, whether it's a relationship, whether that's work. And a really powerful thing linking it back to our goal setting is with that change in habits, it creates self-awareness for us to create new habits that can help us with our goals. So for example, COVID, we're all working from the office and then all of a sudden we're working from home. That change in morning routine of getting up, brushing our teeth, having a shower, having breakfast, getting on the train, all of a sudden you're at work. This is all habitual. Now all of a sudden you're at home. We've got like a a change in that habitual behavior. So now you have more self-awareness because beforehand there's no self-awareness in all of those things. So that can be really cool too. So going into the new year, I don't want you to be afraid of change. I want you to see it as an opportunity to add good habits that work towards your goals as well. The other thing I wanted to talk about is how can we boost commitment to our goals? Now, the top things are, number one, as I've spoken about, be strategic about when you start, whether that's a temporal landmark or a fresh start effect. Number two, you know yourself best. So whether you want to start at the beginning of the month or it maybe be, be better than the beginning of the week. So for example, I'm having a matcha tea every Monday, but then working, walking 30 minutes every day might seem a little bit too much. So instead, I'm going to have a matcha, a matcha tea every day. And then the next month, starting on the first, I'm then going to add in 30 minutes of walking every day. So think about how your brain works and that can really help you as well. The next thing is if you drift off target, find a new fresh start date. So January 1st, if you're like, shit, it's January 4th and I've stopped my goals, think of a new fresh start and then do a little bit more goal goal setting, which I'll dive into in a moment. Um, And number four, connect with your future self. Lean towards that immediate to delayed gratification, sorry, that immediate gratification bias instead of delayed. Um, And as I said, people that were shown themselves in their future were most likely to achieve their goals. So we really want to think about that delayed gratification. And journaling is so powerful. And I'm working with this on all my clients at the moment. I want them to write down how they want to feel in the new year. What are their goals? How would their life change if they achieved their goals? I want them to start tapping into the feeling because when we're in our current selves, our current feeling feels, we feel stuck. But if you can start thinking, because the mind is powerful, remember, it doesn't tell a difference between real or imaginary. So manifestation and visualization of your future self is just so freaking important. Now, the next tip is what we call the RAS filtration system. And this is the reticular activating system. And I don't know if I've spoken about this before, but this is like the brain's algorithm. This is like, you know, the algorithm on Instagram and TikTok, how it only shows things that you're going to be interested in seeing. Your brain does that. Otherwise, we'd be processing so much information. So it has to filter. It's so efficient. But what's important is what are you actually focusing on? Because if I'm telling myself I'm on a diet this week, I can't have chocolate, um, I can't have this, then guess what? You're putting focus on not eating those foods, which therefore puts focus on eating those foods. So we want to be really, really mindful of 
what are we putting in our brain that we're manifesting for that year? So if we're worrying about, oh, I don't want to find the wrong toxic boyfriend anymore. I'm so sick of these red flags. Then guess what? Your RAS is going to start looking for those things that you don't want. So going into the new year to stay on track, it's really important to put that focus on what you want to attract. And this is the science of manifestation. I know there's manifestation coaches who do vision boards. Whilst, yes, that's really good, I'm teaching you the science behind why. Because you're visually seeing those things on the board, it means your RAS filtration system is knowing that's a priority. So for example, um, if let's just use that example I just said. If um, I don't want to find a boyfriend who's a cheater and doesn't communicate, instead of focusing on that, I'm going to focus on, I want to attract a man who communicates well. I want to attract a man who is really loyal. See how that's one, flipping your mindset to a real positive, but it's also telling my brain, I want loyalty and I want good communication. So I'm most likely going to find those traits in a male. Um, another example could be binge eating or restrictive eating. If I'm focusing on, I can't have, I can't have, um, the chocolate. Guess what I'm focusing on? Chocolate. So instead, I'm going to focus on all the healthy foods that I can eat. I'm going to focus on eating really regularly instead of the times that I can't eat. See how just a change in mindset can change the RAS algorithm, basically. And number five, with every decision you name in the present, know how it affects your future. And this is really big because, again, we live in a world of instant gratification and we kind of forget about you are your future self, right? So every decision I'm making now is going to affect my tomorrow. But sometimes we give into that comfort of what my body needs now. But I need to think about how do I want to feel tomorrow? So with every decision you make, I want to, I want you to create that self-awareness of, How is this going to affect me tomorrow? How is this going to influence my goals? So how do we stay on track? Number one, and this is more of the goal setting, really set a clear process and not just a goal. For example, if I said I want to lose 10 kilos, just saying that is just wishful thinking. I'm not really putting anything in place to lose the 10 kilos. Same thing is I want to eat healthy. Very general. What does that look like? So really get clear on the process. So if I want to lose 10 kilos, maybe I say to myself, every day I'm going to move 8,000 steps a day. I'm going to make sure I'm having X amount of calories and then reassess at the end of the week. See how that's really clear process? Or if I want to be healthy, what does that look like? Maybe I want to start off with two really nutrient-dense meals and then have one flexible meal. Or it could be 85% of the week, I'm going to eat really healthy. And then 15%, I'll allow myself to have soul food. So set specific goals that you know what you have to do to achieve them. The next thing is have daily and weekly accountability. I think it's really important to have weekly goals, yes. But sometimes that's why I'm really big on journaling. Having a daily reflection can be so important because how quickly can you go three days without doing a habit? And then all of a sudden, it's the end of the week. You're like, shit, I didn't do any of that. So having that daily thing, and I have a rule, if you've got a habit you're trying to create, never go three days without doing it. So having like a a daily checklist that you can tick off at nighttime can be really good. And then obviously having like something weekly as well. That's why I love my, my clients who check in with me weekly. Number three, don't lose sight of your why. And this is so big. If we forget why we're doing something, we're not going to perform the habit. So your why is why are you doing it? For example, you want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? 
maybe because you want to fit in your clothes. But why do you want to fit in your clothes? Because that'll make you feel more beautiful. But why? Because it'll, it'll help me with confidence in my relationship. See how like we're diving deeper into your why. It's not just, I want to fit your clothes better because that's not a deep enough goal to for you to you know, resist the temptations. You really need to dig deep into why you want to achieve that goal. Number four, how do you want to feel? Tap into that future self, tap into that delayed gratification. Number six is do it with a friend. Um, join with a friend. I have clients all the time who start with their friends and they do the programs together. They both get tailored programs, but they're accountability friends. So they've got a support group with each other to help them. Um, the next one is the fresh start effect. So again, have a think about, even if you do fall off track and I don't like that term, but always think about, you can shut that door and open the new door at any time you want. And then lastly, have a reward system. So if we're working towards a long-term goal, have a reward system, set small sub goals rather than just having one big one, because losing 10 kilos is not going to happen overnight. So how do you stay motivated if it's going to take three months? So weekly goals could be celebrating, not the fat loss, but celebrating that you got your steps in every day or celebrating that you got three gym sessions in. So you might take yourself to go see a movie. So really make sure you have a reward system and set yourself those sub goals as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this little episode. This is kind of like a little bonus episode to end the year. But I also just wanted to take some time to say thank you to absolutely every single one of you um, for all your support, especially this year where we miss Felicia so much and we've been down to 1P for I think almost a year now, which is absolutely crazy. So I just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for all the support. A lot of time goes into these podcasts and I'm so excited for next year because we have so many amazing guests We're revamping the podcast and we're just going to bring you so much more education. And again, my why of doing this is to have a free platform for you to feel like you're sitting down with a friend and getting that inspiration and education and motivation and hearing from the best people in the world to help you with your goals wherever you are at in your life. And I really hope you truly feel like that. I, feel, I want you to feel like you know me, you know Felicia, um, and that you're just sitting down and having a coffee with us. So a really big thank you for all the support, encouragement, um, and all your downloads. It makes the world, it means the world to us. So have a amazing Christmas, have an amazing new year, and we are taking a little break in January, but we will be, be wow, we will be back at the end of January, start of February, and kicking off with some amazing episodes. So stay tuned for that. Thank you again, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Yeah.